Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Today, we will examine the phrase a spanner in the works. It means when something prevents a machine or a system from working properly. For the many millions of Germans in various states of lockdown, this is a topical expression. A spanner, S-P-A-N-N-E-R, is a tool used for turning nuts or bolts. In American English, it is called a wrench. In German, it could be either Mauschlüssel or Gabelschlüssel. Anyone who has ever worked on a car or other engine knows that you need to have wrenches or spanners, but many of them in different sizes because the various bolts and nuts on the machine or engine are different sizes. After many hours of working, it is possible that you might forget to pack up all of those wrenches. And this is where the expression comes from. A machine is repaired by a mechanic, but then when you turn it on, it either seizes up or something doesn't work. Because the mechanic left one of their tools, such as a spanner, inside the machine. Hence the expression, a spanner in the works. In today's English-speaking countries, most people are not mechanics. But the expression has survived because it has been changed over time and is now applied to complex systems such as logistics, politics, or some sort of workflow. It is often used to blame a person for stopping progress. For example, we were ready to sign the contract, but then the project manager threw a spanner in the works by saying that he could not deliver the parts in the time that we had already agreed. The German version of this would be Zand in Getriebe. This is the problem that Germany is facing today because of its health minister, Jens Spahn. He has become, one could say, the Spahner in the works. I will not subject you to all of his mistakes. That would take far, far too long. But a quick recap is in order. Let's look at only a few examples. When COVID-19 started spreading around the world in early 2020, Jens Spahn was talking about influenza. He said, Why are we worried about coronavirus? when 23,000 Germans die every year of the flu. Well, over the past year, more than 76,000 Germans have died from COVID-19. And that number is relatively low only because of so many lockdowns. Later, Mr. Spahn was against face masks. He said we didn't need them. Turns out we did need them and we still do. For those who may remember my podcast back in early March of last year called COVID-19, Understanding the Coronavirus, you may recognize that in that podcast, face masks were not mentioned. Well, at the time, largely in part to Yen Spahn, they were not required. So instead, I encouraged hand-washing and social distancing. 
Lo and behold, only a few weeks later, face masks were suddenly required. But there were not anywhere near enough masks to go around. Unlike Austria, which had bought a whole bunch of masks and then told its citizens they needed to wear them and made them available to them at every store, the German health ministry instead told people, you need to wear masks, but they made no plans to help Germans actually get any face masks. What kind of planning is that? <coughs> anyway, Germans are resourceful, so people sewed their own masks, or they wore scarves around their faces, and over time everyone began wearing masks both outside and at work. Masks even became symbols of free speech, and companies included logos on their masks. Germany had become a mask-wearing society. Masks were becoming stylish. So, of course, that is when Mr. Spahn said that cloth masks were no longer good enough. Now everyone needed to upgrade. They needed to buy FFP2 or N95, or, in a pinch... A simple surgical mask. A little while later, most Germans became curious about this, and it wasn't very long before they understood what happened. It turns out that several CSU members had spent millions in taxpayer money to buy FFP2 masks. They also received large kickbacks, or Schmiergeld in Deutsch, from various mask companies. However, German society was wearing cloth masks that they had bought or made themselves, so all of those expensive FFP2 masks were sitting in warehouses. Jens Spahn was happy to help them out by passing a requirement that everyone needed to upgrade their masks. Germany became the first country in the world to ban the use of cloth masks in January of 2021. Not only was it foolish, it was also useless. Germany was in the third wave, and banning cloth masks did nothing at all to stop that third wave. There is no evidence that wearing an FFP2 mask in public makes any difference versus a cloth mask. In an operating theater, it's a different story, but most people are not surgeons. The truth is that in public, any kind of face mask will slow the spread of the coronavirus, which is why most countries in the world still allow their citizens to wear cloth masks. By the month of February, one month later, things were really getting out of control. Despite continuing lockdowns, and everyone now wearing FFP2, N95, or surgical masks, the case numbers were continuing to go up in Germany. So on February 24th, Jens Spahn told the Bundestag that at-home coronavirus tests would give people more freedom. He actually used the German word for freedom. However, after spending several minutes talking about how great at-home tests were and how free everyone would be, he then admitted there were not enough tests for people to actually get. So that freedom would have to wait. 
other countries also promote coronavirus testing at home, such as Austria or the UK. And in those countries, coronavirus tests are free. But not in Germany. In Germany, a person would need to shell out between 5 to 9 euros per test. And the test only covers you for 12 hours. So if you wanted to test yourself every day, depending on where you buy your tests, it will cost between 35 and 63 euros a week. What about a family of three? Well, now we are well over 100 euros a week just on tests. What kind of freedom is this? At this point, I need to make something very clear. A coronavirus test does not make you safe from coronavirus. Only a vaccine, V-A-C-C-I-N-E, or the Impfung in Deutsch, can do that. You see, yesterday I had a coronavirus test. It was negative, of course, but that does not mean that I'm suddenly safe from the coronavirus. It means I'm not currently infected, but I can get it today. If I go outside, if someone coughs on me, if I touch my face after touching something that an infected person picked up, I can still get the coronavirus. You see, Spahn promoting at-home tests as a way of making people free is bullshit because the only way to make people free in a pandemic is to give them a vaccine. This was made painfully clear less than a month after Spahn's freedom speech when the German government tried to impose the Easter lockdown. No extra freedoms were available for those people who could get tested. Spahn saying the tests were a way for people to feel free was simply not true. The only way we can be free from this pandemic is with vaccines. In Israel, the UK, the United States, and many other countries, the results are in. People who have been vaccinated are far less likely to get COVID-19. In the rare cases when they do become sick, their cases are mild. And most importantly, they don't spread the virus to others. So every German should be asking themselves, where are our vaccines? Isn't it the health minister's job to make sure that vaccines are rolled out fast? Yes. I have had discussions with my clients regarding this exact issue. And when the issue of Spahn's incompetence comes up, people say, well, it's a federal system. Yes, Germany is a federal system. However, so is the United States. The United States is a federal system with way more states and four times the population. I mean, you remember the United States, right? Big country, stupid ex-president, and the worst coronavirus outbreak in the world. Well, what has happened in the U.S. since Joe Biden became the president? One of the first things that Joe Biden did 
was he asked a man named Nicholas Cochran to serve as the interim, I-N-T-E-R-I-M, or temporary, Secretary of Health and Human Services. Mr. Cochran had the job before, again on an interim basis. President-elect Biden knew that he needed a capable health secretary to lead all of those 50 states to a clean and smooth and effective vaccine rollout. The U.S. is a federal system, so the health secretary needed to have the skills to get all those different states, whether they be Republican-controlled or Democratically-controlled, onto the same page. Because that is what leadership is. Getting different people to work together. That's leadership. Mr. Cochran inspired 50 different states to make getting a vaccine as easy as possible. The results are actually amazing. As of this podcast, the United States has given one vaccine to 98 million people and two vaccines to more than 20 million people. Oh, and they did it in three months. Three months. How did they do that? They said the word yes to every good idea presented to them. Drive-through vaccinations? Yes. Vaccinations at the local drugstore? Yes. Can people call and book for unused vaccines if someone misses their appointment? Yes. Currently, the United States is vaccinating almost 3 million people a day. The United States, and to a lesser extent, the United Kingdom, show us that yes is the word that you need to stop the pandemic. The UK, Israel, the United Kingdom, they're not talking about testing. They're talking about vaccinating. Freedom is giving people a vaccine. But Spahn seems unable to see this. He is still the Spahner in the works keeping Germany behind because he is unable to say yes to new ideas. Earlier this week, veterinarians, vets, or the Tierarzt im Deutsch, volunteered to give people vaccines. After all, they are medically trained. They can give vaccines to people no problem. What was Spahn's answer? Nine. There you have it. The reason why Germany is doing so badly is actually our health minister. Germany needs to remove the Spahner in the works and let the country's medical system start working properly for the people. Perhaps we should make a change to that old German expression. Instead of Zand in Getriebe, we could say Spahn in Getriebe. Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English and Go, an English language teaching and consulting company based in Osnabrück, Germany. And I hope you enjoyed this short podcast about the Spahner in the works at the German Health Ministry. Please feel free to rate us at Apple Podcasts 
or contact us directly at www.englishandgo.de and click the word contact. We would love to hear from you.